All right, let's get busy. Topics worthy of discussion, man, as we greet the new week. Tuesday edition, back to school, and uh, we're back to our regular panel discussion. Rocco Rossi has joined us, the CEO of the Ontario Chamber of Commerce. How's Rocco? Hola, buenos dias. Translation. Just back, just back from uh, Spain, had an amazing uh, vacation, <laughs> walked 400 kilometers. Oh, did you? And that's an amazing vacation. Yeah. Uh, you For know, Rocco, yes. Okay. Some people go on cruises <laughs> yeah. or take a flight, a train, whatever. No. Rocco had to walk to his destination. There you go. All right. Very low budget trip, I'm, I'm guessing. All right? Yeah. Okay, Rocco. Good to see you again. John Carmichael's also with us, Canadian business leader and former Conservative Member of Parliament. Big John, good afternoon. Good to see you, John. I'm just back from Toronto, so I'm feeling pretty good, too. <laughs> right. I, I noticed you weren't speaking any foreign dialect, so uh, you stayed local. And Alyssa Freeman, PR and pop culture media expert. How's Alyssa? Well, just fine from Thornhill. All right. There you go. Everybody's all around the net. Hey, listen, I wanted to ask you first order of business, because we just talked to Sam Hammond, the president of the Elementary Teachers Federation of Ontario, and the the union has decided to file an injunction against the Doug Ford uh, initiative to revert to a previous sex ed curriculum. You know, the thing that's been roiling the discussion since Ford was uh, sworn into office on the 29th of June. But uh, this is where the union says their goal is to protect the health and safety of students. And uh, in so doing, they're citing, you know, the Ontario Human Rights Code the charter and uh, so on and so forth and teachers if they want to take it upon their own initiative to teach the updated curriculum then he supports them in that regard and it just leads me to wonder like who is sovereign when it comes to the children in the schools it seems like parents you know when you consign your kids over to the school i don't think you relinquish all authority or responsibility but sam hammond made it sound like i'm wrong rocco what do you feel I, I think that uh, this is fundamentally a governance issue, and at the end of the day, uh, the unions are employees of the people and of the government, and the government and the school boards and the parents are the ones who drive the agenda, period, full stop. How about you, John Carmichael? I believe the province has uh, has um, sovereignty over this one, and uh, I think Mr. Hammond has lost sight of why he's in the job he's in and what the product he's to be delivering is all about, and that's for the students, and he's not delivering a product that, uh, if we're to believe what we read day in, day out, it's a substandard product, and I'd suggest he uh, get refocused. All right. Uh, on that matter, though, when they cite student safety, health concerns, <coughs> that uh, there are students who are going to be excluded, and it's discriminatory somewhat if you don't address uh, contemporary social mores dealing with same-sex marriage, LGBTQ concerns, and so on and so forth. Is he right about that, Alyssa? You know, this is a really touchy issue, and I'm a little bit more progressive in my thinking that, you know, kids do need to learn about these type of things. Um, I think the way he's going about it is is interesting, to say the least. It, sa- it seems like Sam Hammond has found himself a platform, and now he's standing up on it, and he is trying to uh, create some notoriety for himself. This may be the wrong thing for him to do. There are a lot of other things that the, you know, Edfo should really be worried about. You know, if they're worried about health, you know, health and safety of our kids, then why do they get rid of the cops in the school? That's the first thing. The second thing is, or whatever, it, there's, it's hard to prioritize, but, you know, what about math? You know, my daughter's out in first year of university, and I can tell you, you know, for 12 years, math has been abysmal. So, you know, it seems that this is like the the, the wrong platform for him to be, you know, drawing a, a, a line in the sand. All right. So, and I asked him if he was politicizing this thing. To my mind, he is. He says not. But uh, when you said, Rocco, it's a governance issue, uh, yeah. meaning does the union have a role to play in determining curriculum or is that 
strictly the purview of parents who may have voted for the government, or at least it's the government, the government sovereign in the ministry. At, at the end of the day, it as a society, we've decided that the government and school boards make these decisions. It's not to say that teachers, look, my son is visiting with us today and he's a teacher and uh, and they clearly have perspective, they clearly have wisdom, they focused on these issues, they should provide input, but ultimate governance uh, is what the people give to the government uh, on this, and, and I don't believe they have, I don't believe the union has standing on this issue. All right, well, it's interesting, you know, there were a number of groups who had standing on the issue that uh, the government has exceeded its mandate by cutting council from 47 down to 25. That started Friday in a superior court here in town. So let's just dovetail this argument uh, we've just, or discussion we've had with uh, this latest. There are legal challenges awaiting, I'm sure, that we haven't even really considered yet. But are these legal challenges frivolous and vexatious? Attempts at resistance, you know, that's sort of a buzzword these days from the left. Uh, resistance. Or are they based on solid arguments, John Carmichael? Well, I think I think the uh, the government has was elected to deliver on the platform and on the agenda on which the people saw fit. And uh, in the case of forty seven to twenty five, I would say uh, it's twenty five seats. Let's get on with it and get the election rolling, and let's see who's going to represent us in in city council. So you don't buy that argument from. The, the dissent that uh, this was in midstream, moving the goalposts while the game's in progress already. Uh, well, I'm, I might like to have seen it done a little differently. I might have handled it a little differently myself. Nobody was listening, though, John. Mm. Uh, but um, I, uh, I, I, I do believe that the premier has the authority here, and he made the call. Had he handled it differently, I might have been a little happier with it. But at the end of the day, 25 seats, there's an election underway. Let's get it going and and see who's going to win. I see where the star actually had a, a litany of former mayors and uh, mayors across the country, Nenshi out in Calgary. Uh, they picked the mayor from Ottawa, John Sewell here, David Crombie, Barbara Hall, uh, anybody who still got Round a pulse. Round up the usual suspects. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> were you once the mayor, is the pulse still going? Can yeah. you, you know, fog up a mirror by breathing on it? What do you think of this? And uh, there was almost a consensus, except for, I guess, two dissenting opinions out of a cadre of about two dozen uh, that said Doug Ford, to your point here, John Carmichael, had the ultimate authority on this. Uh, but people were uh, offended by the process, that somehow it wasn't adhered to. They they concede that he has the authority. But if not now, then what? Waiting four more years? Do you think that would have been a, appropriate? Uh, because this is the injunction they're hoping to forestall. <laughs> and even going back now for an election, October 22nd, and putting back in uh, 47 prospective wards or candidates. I mean, that even seems unwieldy at this point, doesn't it, Alyssa? Well, it does, and I don't think that that's going to go through. But what I think that should be no surprise is that when you do try to ram things down people's throats, you are going to encounter resistance. So either you see fit to engage in a process that doesn't require you to have to deal reactively all the time with the backlash. Because quite honestly, yeah, it, it probably nobody is going to give you an argument about more and bigger government. They all want something a little bit tighter and more streamlined. However, when you just throw it 
out there and say, this is the way we're going to do it, goodbye, that gets people's backs up. So you can't be surprised that there, A, is this resistance, and B, it's taking up unnecessary time, and C, I mean, there it, it might just lead to the inevitable, uh, inevitable, but the Ford government has to realize that there has to be more of a process, such as the one they're trying to engage with the sex ed curriculum, there has to be more of a process in order to bring people along with their ideas versus just blanketing them and saying, okay, well, it's a fed accompli. But there is there is the broader issue that Johnny is pointing to, and that is that we are now in the era of um, literally year-round electioneering. Uh, and, and, and it works on both sides. It's not, you know, the government uh, works at it. And, and so issues are, are being used for political purposes on an ongoing basis. So it's almost like we're never out of the election cycle. Well, you know what I see as well, a phenomenon that seems like it's uh, pretty much endemic to the left, and that's resistance. They've coined that phrase, uh, certainly stateside with Trump. Well, and if you watched yeah. the hearings for the uh, the Judge uh, Kavanaugh today, oh my gosh. Uh, confirmation hearings, I mean, this a is a little getting, testy. It was a little testy. You got yeah. people barking stuff out right yeah. there in the Senate chamber and uh, the various the Democratic senators. I mean, they're coming at him pretty hard. Uh, I never would have suspected. I thought maybe there's a little bit of bipartisanship, but that ain't happening. And it's particularly there the situation where you have um, these midterm elections. Right. So you're not only on a four-year cycle, you're, you're on these two-year for half of, of the people. And so the question is, can they, can they drag things along, get it to a point where they stop it, uh, and then with the hopes of having a more positive result at the midterms? Yeah. So how do you deal with it though? When you've got a you got a situation where you have an election, you lose the election. Uh, the new government has to move ahead with their agenda and make their statements, which Premier Ford has done. And the left doesn't like it, so they outright uh, uh, resist, resist, take it to court, fight it, and say, "No, no, you you may have won the election, but you didn't win our vote." So. We're going to fight you right to the end. And, yeah, but what are you saying, John? I mean, you can't just stifle people's voices and opinions. Like, it's I not underst- just people. It's, no. it's the entire opposition. But, you know, what, you know, Rocco, you say to me, you said to us yeah. or to the, everyone out here in Toronto, you said, you know, that we have nonstop electioneering. Listen, as soon as the government gets in power, the first thing they're thinking of is how are we going to win the next one? How, I'm go- how am I going to get a second term? Yeah. So the whole notion of electioneering to, up to your second term, hopefully, starts the day after you have, you, you've you been put into well, office. Well, it's worse than that, though. The resistance no, starts, I mean, there's no period of grace. As soon as the guy's hand drops after taking the oath in the right. Bible, they're after him. Yeah. They're right at the jugular. I'll, I'll, Although I think I think you can fairly say that you you also have to pick your priorities uh, and and drive that agenda. I mean, we were talking uh, earlier bef- before the before the show uh, around some of the discussions around education, and clearly the bigger the bigger issues are around math, around all of these other uh, uh, these other skills and. Yes, there's uh, there are real legitimate issues as Alyssa has raised around the sex ed curriculum, uh, but there's a broader issue. And had had the approach been to focus on the broader issues right from the beginning, you also manage the process in a different way. Sometimes, I mean, certainly south of the border, Trump just really makes it easy right. <laughs> for the resistance to build because he just 
he's the way he is. Right. So Except John, he doesn't seem to care. Care, yeah. So when, John, you say, you know, the resistance is getting in the way of progress, I think that the whole you know, notion that Rocco raises that if you absolutely start to think about the process so that you neuter the resistance and make your ideas or your suggestions or your issues a little bit more palatable, do a little bit more of the homework, then you kind of, you know, you kind of deflate that. So, the, you know, it's, it's just like step back, think a little bit more and don't be so concerned with getting out, you know, 10 executive orders or, you know, 10, you know, pr- you know promises made, promises. I don't disagree out. with you. I, and no. that's what I said at the beginning. I might like, I might have liked to see it. You did say that about the sex ed whole thing with the well, blue ribbon I panel. said more about the 47 yeah. to 25, yeah. but had it been done differently with a little more thought, not, but again, you've got a brand new government. It is what They've it is. They've got limited time. They've got yeah. an election around the corner. They're going to, they're going to make some mistakes. They're going to make some statements on the way through. That's going to rankle some feathers here and there. And, uh, what do you do? So I, I give them their, their due. I'm not opposed to opposition. I am opposed to this vociferous protest that is a continuous cycle that all we hear is if, if you're not on the side of the protest, then you're wrong. And and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna reiterate that until the cows come home until we finally get a change or a new election. And to your point, John, how do you wait four years? Well, that that is the problem. Let's come back. I've got other things here in the hopper, topics worthy of discussion with our panel. Rocco Rossi, John Carmichael, Alyssa Freeman on the Oakley Show, Global News Radio, six forty Toronto.